podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I have PenFed, that's a fact. I have PenFed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases give me cash back. My credit card purchases give me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. I think that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, figgins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a deal we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Evening, lads. Evening, everyone. It is the Fatback Four. It is uh, Ray, your host this week, um, joined tonight by both Grizz and Matt. We did have Marty lined up, but a few technical difficulties mean the four's down to three. So, how are you going, lads? Good evening. Yeah, just, just, just watching the American football here, mate. I know, it's compelling, isn't it, Grizz? But we're going to have to concentrate on uh, what yeah. happened yesterday at Anfield, unfortunately. Yeah, um, but- so, so it was it was Liverpool for Cardiff one. Uh, the run of clean sheets was broken. We'll we'll go there at some point. But um, yeah, four one, a handy victory. Um, and I guess we'll start with the lineup. Really, um, I'll come to you first, Grizz, and I'll start with um, the back four: Moreno, VVD, Lovren, Trent. Were you happy enough with that as a back as a back four? Yeah, I mean, look. Everyone is a bit. Um, everyone had a bit of a fit about Moreno starting, didn't they? But but the yeah. way I look, but the way I look at it, Ray, look, Robbo, Robbo can't play every single game. Well, I suppose he could because he's fucking bionic man, isn't he? But realistically, if you're going to rest him, why not do it in a home game where the opposition won't go venture, venturing past the halfway line. So I thought if if he was going to rest him in the next few weeks, I thought this was a good time to rest him because he'll definitely be needed in the, in the upcoming weeks. The other change, you know, it's a toss of a I mean, I know there's going to be plenty of rotation between Gomez, Lovren and Trent, you know, regardless of what people may think, you know, it's just the way it is. Them three, yeah. I think it will be rotated quite a bit during the season. And, you know, that, that's all, that's all good. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with Lovren alongside VVD. Or Gomez, so that was fine, and and I think Trent with the, with his attacking abilities was always going to be sort of selected at home to sort of a team like Cardiff, where we were going to always attack from the wings. So yeah, I was I wasn't too bad about that, to be honest with you. I was okay with the defence. Yeah, and then uh, into the midfield, uh, Matt. Um, there's a lot of speculation as to whether the same three would would play again as uh, through the week, um, and he went with Shakiri, Fabino. Uh, and Jeannie, what were your thoughts of that? Were you thinking maybe some rotation was 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 necessary, or were you happy yeah, with those Yeah, similar three? to what Chris said there. If you are going to rotate, there's not many better teams to do it against than Cardiff City at home, for fuck's sake. Moreno um, is going to have to come in, and Robson come in, and then you look at the midfield. If you're going to bring Lallana up to speed after such a long time out, do it against Cardiff. Someone we're going to have a lot of the ball against. Someone who we're going to be passing around. He's going to build his confidence up. Not someone who's going to press him either. They're going to sit back as well. It's 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 a great time to bring players in like that and give someone a rest, as well as having a week afterwards. So it's not just a rest because we've got a game coming up. It's a proper rest to rest some legs. You'll you see uh, a while ago when Klopp first came in, he got caught out by the by the Christmas, and we all said he needs to learn from it. And what he's done, he's gone away and he's learned from that. And he's rotating. And in the last few weeks, we've seen this rotation. There's been a lot of moaning about it. But like Klopp, everything about Klopp, he doesn't just think about the now. He's thinking about the next two, three months. And a lot of times we've broke down with injuries in 
end of uh, December and January because one, we haven't rotated, and two, we haven't had the squad to rotate. We've now got the squad to rotate. Lallana used to be a starter for us. He's now coming on and playing against Cardiff. Same with Moreno. And and these are great times to yeah. bring these players in to give the better players we now have in the first team to give them a chance. So I, I was absolutely fine with keeping Fabinho on to get his confidence going and getting building into the Premiership because, again, who better to do it than Cardiff and then getting their Lallana's legs from time on the pitch as well. Yeah, I guess uh, for me, like I thought Shakiri was probably the unlucky one there, making way for Lana. But what you're saying makes a lot of sense, you know, to try and get some minutes into into Lana's legs and bring him in up to the pace of what he needs to be at for some of these games over Christmas does does make a lot of sense. And then obviously we had Grizz, the the, the main men up front, um, Salah, uh, Sané. And sorry, Mane and uh, Bobby. And look, we, we we've got to get these three clicking, haven't we? My my view on this is that we've got to we've got to try and play these three lads back into form. So you you were happy there? You weren't you know calling for Sturridge to to maybe get some minutes? Happy to stick with those three? No, absolutely not. I was absolutely happy with the front three. Um, and it's again, you know, reiterating what you guys have been saying is the perfect game. You know, get your confidence high. And lo and behold, that's exactly how it turned out. I'm with you. I thought, I thought Shaq was a bit unlucky. That's the only one that was a bit, you know, appre- not apprehensive. Because look, Lalana, I knew it wouldn't be too much of a sort of a problem playing Lalana, even though Lalana's sort of not quite up to the speed of this current Liverpool team. But it was just that Shakiri, you know. I thought it would have been a brilliant confidence booster coming after the, his last couple of performances. Uh, you know, I just thought, considering it's unlikely he'll start next week as well against Arsenal, I thought this might have been a good opportunity for for Shakiri to get sort of a, a start and a good sort of uh, an understanding link, carry on his link um, with the front men going. So, yeah, the front three made total sense to keep them going. Slightly, slightly unlucky. Not slightly unlucky. Very unlucky for Shakiri. But I guess look with the, with the Lalana scenario, Ray. I think what it is. Look, Klopp's got to make a decision on him. I think soon. So and the only way to do it is to sort of see if he's up to speed or not. And the only way he's going to get up to speed is play minutes. So you could see it from that point of view as well. Do you get what I'm saying? I mean, he's got yeah. you know he's, he's got to know if if Lalana if we can recapture the form for like what two years ago was it year and a half ago. And if yeah. he can't, then he will be moved on. So I guess it made sense from Klopp's point of view to, you know, test him out as well against Cardiff again. Yeah, so look, let's get into the game. Obviously, um, it's, you know, it's generally important against these sort of lesser teams to get an early breakthrough. And that's exactly what we got. Ten minutes gone. Um, Salah with the goal. Um, couple of other opportunities to put the ball in in the same um, in the same sequence, but obviously Salah puts it in ultimately, and then we're off and running. What, what was your, yeah, what was your it, view it, on the goal? It was always uh, going to be Matt. tough against Cardiff. We know exactly how that monstrosity of a manager plays, sets up his teams. They was going to sit back, and it, it's, it's you would. Uh, and and it was like always him. going to be tough. <laughs> yeah, I, again this season, we've said on the last few uh, back four pods this season, I've gone into games feeling confidence and exactly the same with this game I know now if teams sit back they that we can break them down and we will score whether it's 1-0 or 4-1 whatever it's going to be it, I, I just have that feeling we're going to beat these teams I'm not scared of them anymore um, it was never going to be easy though so it's always about getting that first goal and you actually think they'll come out a little bit more afterwards which they didn't they stayed sitting back they didn't change which which is kind of the, the reason why um, it, it became so so yeah. difficult they I was counting at some points. They had eight men in the box. And it's so difficult for our three attackers and a couple outside. We used to see it last season. You'd have Coutinho taking long shots and people would be groaning and stuff. It's just it's so difficult when teams do that against you. I think it's I think people underrate how, how difficult that is for our strikers. We're thinking, why aren't we scoring against them? We've got eight players in the way of the fucking keeper. Um, so to get that goal, even though they are sitting back, it, it, just, it just takes the pressure off going into half-time. We don't need to push forward and do anything silly. We just keep the possession as we did because it was very high. It was it was seventy eight percent or something stupid. And we can just keep the possession. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, seventy-seven. Ridiculous. I mean, it was yeah. it was over. Eight. It was over. Eight. 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 I don't know if it was because they got a goal or because they were after another, but they, they were coming on more and it opened them, opened them up. It wasn't because, like, Shakiri coming on did help, but it wasn't because of that. They were pushing forward after that, and that's, that's what uh, got it open. Yeah, so obviously we get the goal. Um, you know, I think at that stage you're thinking maybe we're going to Scored a second, a third before half time. Doesn't really happen. I think we got Marty on now. So, like, what was your what was your thoughts as that first half sort of wore on Marty? Because there was some chances there. You had Van Dyke with a header, which which hit the post. You had Lalana with a header, which was cleared off the line. Um, there was a, a debatable pen. Um, Salah getting fouled potentially. What were you getting increasingly frustrated by by our lack of adding that second Marty before half time? Um, not particularly. I mean, you know, the, the, the key was to get that early breakthrough. Um, you know, we needed to to score early, make sure that you know the longer the game goes on, when you get a team that sit back, you know, the more difficult it becomes to to break them down. Like Matt said earlier, you know, last season getting Coutinho long shots, crowd groaning, etc. So. We got the early goal, went into cruise control. Um, they did literally nothing, absolutely nothing to to trouble us. Um, and then we, you know, yeah. we went into into the half one nil up. Um, and then I think it showed you know, as the game went on when we needed them extra couple of gears, we we went into them. So no, I, I wasn't too bothered to be honest. I could see that we we were barely out of first gear. We were winning. They were doing nothing. Team could have a bit of a rest. Um, so I, I was fine with the first half. I thought it was I thought it was absolutely perfect. Grizz, you, I mean, I know I'm not going to ask Matt because I know he, he said we were shite so in that first half. So um, from your <laughs> from your from your perspective, were you were you concerned by by the fact that we seem to carry on this trend of um, yeah, okay, we got a few chances and some of them were fairly clear cut, but there were also a lot of instances there. I can think of one in particular where Mane plays ball through to Salah and. You know, it was a you know it was just that constant kind of that last ball wasn't quite you know as incisive, and we'll talk about the second half where that seemed to to be less so. But were you starting to think this a bit, it was a bit of deja vu here with with what was going on in that in that first half? Uh, in terms of sort of the final pass not being what it what it yeah. can be, yes. But in terms of sort of uh, concern about the performance, sorry, the result or them scoring, no. I mean, basically, look, Neil Warnock's teams, right, he didn't give a shit whether they conceded early or not. His game plan was not going to change. So even, so, 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 against a normal fucking team, you, you expect when you score an early goal, they're going to come out. And as Matt says, they didn't. Their game plan was, we will still sit in, we will still camp, you know, you know, just uh, just you know, in, in our own penalty area, and then just hope for a long throw, a set piece, and whatever. And so, therefore, it was difficult. I can see our attacking play getting better, but as you say, it still wasn't clicking. Was slightly frustrating. I thought Lalana did struggle, sort of in terms of making sort of he, he was. You could tell he was a slightly slower. So, so, sorry, he, he slightly slowed down the play. So that didn't help, but I was not concerned in terms of, uh oh, you know, we need to put these away or, you know, these these might come back to sort of get something of us. It was, it was totally cruise control, do you know what I mean? And I suppose that, that in that sense, it, it could have been, the tempo could have been a, a, a tad quicker. We could have raised the tempo a bit. And, you know, as, as you said, we'll go into the second half where we did raise the tempo when it was needed. Yeah, I mean, look, it was 1-0 half-time, I guess. Um, in the back of my mind was the fact that, you know, Spurs only beat Cardiff 1-0 recently, um, even with Cardiff down, you know. Absolutely, um, yeah. You know, down, I think Cardiff were down to 10 men in that game as well, if if, if my memory serves me right. So, look, they were, they, you know, I, I recall seeing them going off there a half-time against us. Um, I think it was... Um, the camera went in, I think it was on, on Morrison, and, and they, they were pretty chuffed with themselves going in 1-0, you know, there was, there was certainly 
still happy um, to be. It is. It's, it's teams are actually genuinely shit scared of us now. Yeah, because, yeah. You know, they just don't want to get a beating. Like as you said, they were they were quite happy with one nil. You know, they just they just teams actually fear us now and say, look, we'll take one two nil loss all day long. And what they, they look pretty chuffed. Them. I actually, I was, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Really, that they actually, you, remember, you know, they were just short of doing well, some teams, high fives. You start the confidence that they would get <laughs> a goal yeah. uh, from a long cross or a, a corner or something like that. They would usually get a goal against us or at least a good chance. No one's getting that these days. No one. But when's that? When's the last time you remember something like that happening? Yeah. Uh, it's just they, they're scared now. Yeah. Well, it we're took till the second half, sort of, we, didn't it? It took till the second half for any kind of sense of an opportunity. That was right. Fuck it. They don't fuck all. I'm not, I'm not having that. <laughs> but people just... Yeah, we're, we're phenomenal at fuck. And, and the they, 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 they did. did yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're spot on. So, look, let's get into the second half. And um, and obviously, you know, time wears on and um, the first change is made. Um, Lalana comes off, possibly pre-planned, but, you know, he gets the 60 minutes. Shakiri comes on and, you know, he's, he's, he's lively straight away. And, you know, Cardiff do have a disallowed goal. You know, I think that was the, the kind of, they got what they were looking for in terms of a free kick in a, in a semi-dangerous position, lofted it in, and, and and obviously they were just offside. So there was a bit, you know, there was a bit of unease there. I guess that was the only, I guess, kind of bit of worry that we had. But anyway, look, we go we go two nil up. Mane seems to be running into a bit of a dead end. And look, there's a couple of ricochets, but God, Marty, didn't he put that away with some with some venom? Yeah, he's such a. He just looks so erratic at times, Marnie. You know, you said, I did it just before. I was like, oh, now you pass. And he just, I don't, I don't know what it is about him. He just seems to have this turn of pace. It's not a clean turn. He kind of takes a touch, heavy touch, but he's got that pace over a, over a yard, two yards to make it up. And then he, he just, he's got that in him. I think that's why we all get so frustrated when he puts in, you know, these performances, like the, the finish against Red Star, that simple one at the end where he put it into the side net. You know, this is... You know, Marnie, he's a class player, and he could do that week in, week out, but he's just, he's so difficult for defenders, because I don't even think Marnie knows what he's going to do with his next touch, you know, so trying to read him is, is super difficult, but, you know, I know I don't think as a unit, you know, the boys, again, like they said earlier, the, the front three didn't didn't really click as they have been, but individually, I think, you know, we're starting to, to see the confidence come back in, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, he would have he, wouldn't, he may not have even taken that shot on or he mishit it, but he's got that in him, Marnie. He's a, he's a great, great player. And I think he's, he's showed how much of a confidence player he is as well. You know, when he's confident, he'll do that week in, week out. He's, he's brilliant. But yeah, he's so, he's looked so erratic, but he's, I don't know if he's fluky, but he's got it under control. I, I have no issue with bouncy shin dribblers. Uh, Suarez, Suarez used to be one. I have absolutely no issue with that at all. He, he can do it all day. Salah done it a lot last season as well. And I think if you look back, 78% of Suarez's goals came off someone else's shin first. Go all day for that. It just, it's just all that they're doing there is hounding people and then getting in the right places. So it was absolutely fine. Is there a theory, right, that Mane's left foot is stronger than his right foot when it comes to shooting. Because who recalls the goal against City uh, when he bangs in the left uh, with his left foot in the yeah. top corner? This one was an absolute bullet. And do you remember? And do you remember the? Do you remember the one against Arsenal on his debut? Was it his debut? No, the first game of the season. Sorry, I beg your pardon. I mean, his left foot is just venomous, isn't it? it and, and, I, and I don't think he means to put it into the corners every time. It's literally close your eyes and lash it as hard as you can. And it seems to always just pop into the corner. Amazing talent. Yeah. I think there was an element of, element of surprise there with it as well, wasn't there? And um, look, 2-0 and we're feeling a lot more comfortable. But, but lo and behold, um, dare I say it, you know, there was a certain amount of inevitability with Moreno and, and Lovren on the pitch, lads. We concede. The record goes. Did we actually? Did we actually nah, get some I kind think, of record there? Did you get, there? Did you get enough minutes, minutes with a clean sheet? Did anyone actually? Yeah. 
Oh, really? So we missed it, did we, by about six or seven minutes or something? But anyway, look, um, I'll come back to you, Matt, on the goal because you've obviously got, you've obviously formed ah, an oh, opinion of it. it you think that's a bit that of a That was a one and only shot, and the, it was the first attack, I think. It was ridiculous. Um, it's just one of them things. Do you know what? If we're going to concede and do it when we score four, I'm I, I'm not that arsed about it. I'm not that bothered about the record. Just being up there in contention for that yeah. record is just shows how far we've come as a team and shows what Klopp has done with us. Because this time last season we just lost four one to uh, Tottenham and everyone was questioning our defence. Everyone was questioning Klopp and whether he can train a de- uh, yeah coach the defence. But now look at what we've done. We've gone on this run and he's made us probably the best defence in the league, maybe Europe at the moment. Um, so, <sighs> shit happens. We're still, we're still learning as a team. Uh, we brought two defenders in uh, to, to break up this great defence and, and give them minutes against a shite team. And so, these things happen. I'm not that bothered about it. To make the record, I, I don't really care about it. No one's going to look back at the end of the season and go, do you remember the time we beat that fucking record? No one gives a shit. Yeah, exactly. They're, like that's not going to win us the league at the end of the day, is it? You know what I mean. So, look, um, the goals conceded. I think you know you've got to be mildly concerned. Thirteen minutes to go, but look, you, you know you're right, Matt. That was the first. That was the first attempt on target. Um, they only had two shots in the whole game, so it was hardly like you know in season gone by, was it? When teams were carving out chances, plenty of chances. Uh, even at Anfield, so it, an element of yeah, it actually helped us. We've still got this Usually in the back sort happens, of thing. When, um, when, just quickly, before, you think so? Yeah, not just that. When teams go against us like that, they get a bit rallied, especially Liverpool of old, and and the crowd would get a bit nervous, and they would pass down to the players, and uh, that happened, and they came, the team got a bit confident, Cardiff, and they came out a bit more, and that's what opened up for the the last two goals. We. we it would have finished two 0 maybe if they didn't get that goal. Uh, they would have sat back even more and taken it. But the fact that they had a bit of confidence about it, I think that helped us. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at this point, we've already we've already got um, we've already got uh, Milner on um, for Bobby at this stage. Um, so look, Klopp was potentially looking to be happy with the 2-0, but it, it goes 2-1, and you're right, look, we kick on, um, and the third goal from Shakiri, um, for me, that's kind of a reward, really, for a lot of the good things that he's brought when he's come on the pitch, when he started the few games that he started, and it was just, it was great to see him, I mean, it was a lovely goal, but it was just great to see him, to see him get a goal at the cop ends. Uh, what were your thoughts on that one, Marty? Yeah, it was um, it was a great finish. It was a great finish, and I just love the way that all the players got round him, and it just again emphasises the kind of team spirit that they've got going on at the moment. Um, but I think he's he's fast becoming. I don't want to say Coutinho replacement because I don't I don't like putting players in replacement of players. You know, he's Shakira, he's not Coutinho, but I think he's fast becoming that connection between the midfield and the front three. You know, I think the the, the games in the minutes that he's played. You're already seeing, you know, the quality he he's bringing. It was he like four assists or something ridiculous, um, and he's just got that touch of quality about him. I think a lot of people, um, you know, think oh he's come from Stoke, but let's not forget, you know, he was a, he was a fitter at Bayern Munich. You know, the, he, he has got genuine quality. Just to, he wasn't getting the minutes. Took a move to went to Milan, and he's had a couple of bad moves, but he's got that quality in him. Um, and I think. Under the right coach, Audrey, which is Klopp, you're gonna, you know, we're all gonna start seeing exactly what he's about. And I think the brief cameos he's played, I think he's brilliant. And I, I, I would like to see him kind of be in that, the top of the, in the midfield to link up the, the front three and the, and the midfield because I think he's starting to really make that position his own. Yeah, it's starting to look like that's his most effective. Uh, place as opposed to one of the three. Um, if you, you know, if you rest and. Salah, or if, if you rest the Mane and, and put Shakiri in there, it seems that he's he's better linking up uh, the mid midfield to the to the front three. Um, what's your what's your thoughts, Chris? I, I can't remember. I think someone I don't know whether it was in the WhatsApp group, but someone was saying that he's kind of minute for minute been our 
our best player. Bit of a bit of a weird shout, but but you can't. You probably get my drift. What what what's your thoughts? Do you think his contribution has been has been has been up there on a kind of minute for minute basis? I can I can see where that point comes from in terms of minute for minute, but you know he's just a live wire, isn't he? He's just you can see Klopp sort of holding him back, and it's just making him hungrier and hungrier. So you can understand, you know, the Klopp mind games working on him, and it, and it's just beneficial for the team, isn't it? As you said, he came on and he, you know, literally. I mean, I, I wouldn't say he changed the game because, as Matt said earlier, the fact that Cardiff scored a fluky goal you know, um, enabled them to actually think they could get back into it, which made them attack us more, which sort of, you know, as a result, uh, our, our attackers sort of took advantage of that. But he generally, he generally has got a very good understanding very quickly with Salah, which is encouraging. Um, you know, Salah's been playing sort of quite central recently when, when Shakiri's on the pitch. And he's got this sort of um, quite a lot of, Mental understanding in this in these one twos round the corners with Salah, which is encouraging. I definitely think this formation that Klopp sort of uh, accidentally developed, or maybe it was all a plan in terms of sort of Ginny and Fabinho sitting and then Shakiri playing behind the front three. I definitely think this is sort of the way we're going to go against teams at home, lesser teams at home. Mm-hmm. Maybe not so much against the big boys away from home, but I definitely think that's his position. And as 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 Marty says, look, he's not quite Phil Coutinho, but you know, he gives us that 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 sort of link between the midfield and up top. And his weight of pass is very underestimated. He's got a very good weight of pass. And you know, he, he seems to just sort of chip it over defenders right onto sort of Salah Mane's you know feet, which is I think it's quite underrated. Yeah, I think, look, in years gone by, what's kind of undermined our title challenges and been our kind of Achilles heel, particularly at Anfield, withdraws, drop points, has been these teams, and we've got these players now, haven't we? You know, that, that you know, playing Lalana, um, Wijnaldum, Fabino, you know, not playing either Henderson or Milner. I don't think he's going to be that brave enough against you know the bigger teams, but certainly where mm. and and you know and bringing um, Shakiri on for Lallana as well in that in that game, you know that 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 says to me that you know he's gonna he's he's gonna change this around to suit you know the opponents and 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 what we need to do to get the three points. Is that is that something that gives you? optimism for the for the rest of the season, Matt? Is that that we that we can adapt now? With this squad, it's not, ma- well, yeah, it's not massively before, deep, but it gives players us who were starting for us last season are now the rotating players in. So the the they done well last season. So yeah, to bring them on this season, I'm 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 more than happy. Like even you look around the squad, I was just thinking then as Grizz was talking, we've got the three off fronts. We've now got Daniel Sturridge scoring. We've got Shakiri scoring and assisting. We've got a lot more adding to their goals last season. So. People are saying they aren't, they aren't clicking. We're still winning because of these other players now. So to have them, options available. Like if one of the front three is missing, I have no issue with Shaqiri dropping him. Um, but if he's, if he's sitting in mid- midfield, great. If he has to cover for one mm. of them, I'm happy with that. Same with Sturridge. Uh, he, he'll get us goals if he comes in. We've seen it. And he, he looks he looks fit. He looks strong. He played 90 minutes. He, he, we know he can do it now. So, all right, we're... We're not we're not a Man City. We haven't got sixty million on the pitch and sixty sixty two million on the fucking bench backing it up. That's not what we've got. But we we've got a great squad now where everyone kind of yeah, know their it. knows their roles and and that's what Klopp's been brought in to do to to train a squad and and build from within rather than just buy his way to the title. And if you look at the improvement he's made over the last three and a half four seasons, it's. That's exactly what he's done. He's imp- slowly and steadily improved the team in every single position. And now we've got, and, and, and on the back of that, sorry, he's improved the squad as well to go with it. So now we've we've got this squad where we are, we are going to see Lalana. Is it going to change the whole team and ruin the, ruin the uh, offload? No, no, it won't. I mean, he's not fully up to uh, speed, but it won't. And we've got a Shaqiri who can come in against different types of teams and, and link the midfield and attack. Or we've got a... Uh, a James Milner who's now playing out of his skin, maybe his best football of his years, and he can come in against away against big teams and 
and change the dynamic of the midfield slightly. So we've got these string a lot more strings to our bow now, where where we could we are going to see different players, uh, different weeks, and that's why I I just I don't even look at the lineups. I I don't care. I just know Klopp knows what he wants and he knows which players will get in there. It, it, it's about the team now, not individual players, which it used to be about. Yeah, I mean, look, people will, there'll always be people out there, um, you know, who lose their heads when the teams come out and, you know, we're not going to stop that, are we? Even even though Klopp's kind of track record is building now in terms of uh, maybe he does actually know uh, a lot more than what certain people would give him, give him credit for. But look, let's go on to the last goal, Mane, um, scoring the last goal. Um Few minutes to go, wraps it up, puts a puts a bow on top of it. Basically, I, I mean, when that ball's played play through from Salah, I'm kind of thinking that's another one of those balls. Initially, that's that's just not quite on the money, but somehow he kind of threads the eye of a needle between the defenders and look, Mane just puts it away and it's job done four one. And I guess that. For me, that a three-goal margin is probably just about right. Would you say, Grizz? Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, look at two-nil. We we would have taken two-nil, and it was a probably a, a two-nil kind of result for us in terms of our performance as well. But then two-one, you could say was totally sort of, you know, they didn't justify being two-one down. So I guess I guess a two-goal deficit would have been. Uh, um, um, sufficient, but listen, three goals will take it. We look. What I find the level of fans' expectation is such now that we're actually going into games worrying or trying to catch Man City's goal difference up. Have you noticed this one? Yeah. There's a new trend now where we're actually trying to sort of say, look, it could. You know, some people are actually suggesting that you know, imagine losing on on goal difference. So let's we need to put these teams away five six. We don't. We don't. Have, we just need to keep winning, and and winning breeds confidence. And you know, we and we just need to keep this juggernaut of of a run. You know, going back to Anfield. Sort of how many how many games is it, Matt? Or like since February or something, isn't it? We haven't sort of. You know, lost at, at home or something? No, it is February. I think it is February. Because yeah. <laughs> you're, you're style, right? Uh, Haven't you been doing your job? So, yeah, so we just need to keep going. You know, f- forget all this nonsense about goal difference and we need to put teams away. You know, some fa- some some of our sections <laughs> of fan base are just mentally retarded in terms of they have to find something, something to moan about. I mean, there's literally... Hardly anything to fucking moan about at the moment, but yet, you know, you go online and you think, fuck, you know, where are we in the league? And, you know, are people not seeing progress and, and great progress at that? But, yeah, you know, 4-1, I thought it was, I thought it was a, a roughly around, you know, right result in terms of sort of numbers. The only explanation and kind of justification I can give that kind of mentality grizz around the goal difference um and I'm going to admit it creeps into my mind from time to time. It's it's purely because, like we we need we we so badly want to win this league, and if we were to lose the league on goal difference, like it would be the thing that topped somehow manages to top, you know, thirteen, fourteen, and the heartache that we went through. I suppose when you haven't won the league for thirty years or whatever, um, like it's. Yeah, look, it, it is mental, and we do need to we do need to just you know calm it down a little bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna go round. Just I'm gonna ask one question. I'm gonna just give you the what what's the most? I'll come round to all three of you. What's the most satisfying then? I was in the last two weeks, right? Winning a game four one at Cardiff or a game one nil um, at Huddersfield. What's the most satisfying to you? That's the four one, isn't it? I mean, what what what? what, what I, I just like seeing more? our players score and and, and yeah, three okay. three players got on the score sheet. Then so I'm, that it's got to be that. Chris. Uh, he's, just, he's just asked you the two games. Last, you know? League games, or in, are you including Champions League? No, I'm just saying that it's just 
No, you need to keep him on his toes. Don't let him swing around and start being stupid. You need to keep him on the straight and narrow. <laughs> you said I can talk, no restrictions, no gaff today. <laughs> Two games, Chris. Others failed away, 1 0. You saw the first yeah, one you told them now. Cardiff, which is giving you, which is giving uh, you the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Now, now that you've narrowed it down, all right. Uh, uh, yeah, it's got to be the Cardiff one. Just for the just for the sheer joy on Shakiri's face when he scored and sort of as Marty says the way everyone sort of hugged him, I want to hug him as well actually. To be honest, I'm not going to lie, I, I'm going to actually try to get a hug off him next time at Anfield. And Marty, you know, you're not with me here. You're not you're not loving the the, the snidey one nils away. I, I think one nil away can be a great result. If, don't if let you bully Marty. Don't do what a, you want. Let's be honest, that was a pretty shocking one nil away. It should have been two three, if not four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> uh, no, I would go to four one, especially recently. Obviously, the, the guys at top have been getting a lot of stick from the press, so it's nice to see them stick two fingers up to him and, and put some goals in and some decent ones at that as well. I think people forget, don't they? Like you know, the, the, all the criticism that can fly around. But look, we've 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 won two games uh, in the space of a week at home. We've scored eight goals and we've conceded one pretty fluky goal without really looking like conceding um, across the two games. And like that's, that is a world apart from where, where we've been in previous seasons. So, so look, I'm going to, what I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to ask, there's probably some players here that we haven't really touched on, but I'm going to pick on one in particular because he's come in and played two games in the space of a week. Um, and he's, and I think he's made us a, a pretty, Solid, significant contribution, and that's for being, you know, um, where where you're at, Matt, in terms of um, his his standing yeah, within, within really the squad, within the team. Are you happy where I mean, I, I I didn't watch much of him last season. I just heard a lot about him, but I love him. I love him as a player. He looks he looks fabulous. He's he's got his lanky long legs. He, he tackle. He lies down before he makes a tackle, and he, he he's he's like a. His press resistance. You see them trying to tackle him, and he just comes out with the ball, striding up the pitch, trying to break the lines. I, I love that type of player sitting sitting our deepest. Him next to Genie, the both when he, he just can't get the ball off them. He's so confident when they've got it between them, and if one of them loses it, you know the other's going to be there with a tackle. And that I'm absolutely made up. Klopp's done what he's, he's done, and he's kept his um, he's he's kept training them uh, to get him used to the. Uh, the way we play, and he's brought him in uh, slowly into the team to develop, and it, it's just it's an absolute tactical genius the way he's done it. And I'm happy now he's he's fresh legged and he's coming in at a very important time in our season. And he's he's I reckon top two players for the both games he played. And I know people say the opposition's not that good, but we we played well, and he was yeah. uh, in contention for man of the match both games. So. Yeah, it's two brilliant, brilliant performances, and I'm made up. We've got him. Correct. Yeah. Grizz, um, do you think there's any danger that he doesn't start against Arsenal and, and Klopp ops for, say, Henderson or, or Milner next week? What, what's your What's your view on Fabinho going forward? Do you know, it's uh, you know as. As, as Matt said earlier, trying to second guess or, you know, try and work out what Klopp's going to do in the next game in terms of selection is, is a fruitless task. So, look, I'm not even going <laughs> to... I'm not even going to try to second guess that. But listen, <laughs> Fabi Longlegs is definitely... <laughs> Definitely one of my. He, he, I tell you, do you know, do you know what I love about? Do you know what I love about Fabi Longlegs? Right? It's 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 it's. Hear me out, lads. Hear me out. Look, it's 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 the way it's the way we've sort of got this vision about. He's just a sitting midfielder, and he's just going to sit there and make tackles all day long with his duck, uh, with his long legs, but. How many times have we seen him in the last couple of games stride forward through that midfield? Ray, you're yeah, I'm okay. I'm just recovering. I nearly, I nearly inhaled my uh, beer there, yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry. I thought someone's having a fucking fit in the back. I thought it was you. No, it's not you, obviously. But listen, his partnership, I think we're onto something brilliant. And I'm not one to overplay sort of 
moments. But I think I think the moment um, Henderson unfortunately unfortunately got injured and and then sort of Klopp was kind of forced to play this double pivot of Gini and Fabinho. I think it's I think this is definitely the way forward, and the way they both I know I know Matt touched on upon how uh, how Fabi controls the sort of the you know it doesn't let the opposition get to the yeah, ball. Well, Ginny's just the same, and and the both of them are so hard to knock off the ball. Press resistant. I said earlier, you didn't say well, it's uh, Hendo's a doubt for Arsenal, so it looks like Cotton might be forced. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I you know, you'd think you know Fabinho's done more than enough to sort of start against Arsenal, and rightly so. And I think it'll be a much more sterner test. Look, I know, you know, I, I was I was chatting off air to Matt and say, look, we can't get overexcited because, you know, we did just beat a Serbian war veteran team last Wednesday, and then then we've beaten sort of a Neil Warnock fucking team. So, look, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not uh, a time to sort of celebrate sort of, you know, it helps the defence yeah. and the, the full-backs get forward. Oh, it definitely does. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Great point. So, look, we've got a, I guess we've got a rare um, week off. I guess, you know, we've got a clear seven days um, to prepare for, for Arsenal next week. We've you know, Obviously, Arsenal have got game, they had a game today, uh, drop points today, and they've, I think they've got a they got a League Cup game through the week as well. Um, so, yeah. So, look, we've got a clear week to go at it. What, what, early thoughts on, on, on next week? Um, look, Arsenal being in good form, obviously. Um, are we, are we, are we happy with the points at the Emirates or do we need to get all three? Marty? Uh, no, I wouldn't be happy with a point at the Emirates. Um, Arsenal, they remind me a bit of us the past few seasons. You know, they're, they're very good going forward. You know, Lacazette, Aubameyang, Ozil when he decides to show up. Um, yeah, they've, they've got a good attacking unit, but they, they are they are a shambles at the back. They are really bad at the back. And I saw Paul Merson and he chat shit. Don't get me wrong, but he said something about um, he said to Arsenal uh, on Soccer Saturday. He said if if Liverpool turn up at the Emirates, they batter Arsenal, and I I, I agree with him. I think. Player for player, we're better than them. I think as a unit, we're better than them. Um, I, I just think we're more than capable of keeping them out. And if you watch them today and in weeks gone by, they, they flatter to deceive. You know, they just they get lucky. They get so lucky. If they've played any team with an ounce of quality in the past six, seven weeks, they would have taken a hide in, whether it be at the Emirates away. You know, they just they're, they're, their attackers have got them out of jail. So I think we go there full of confidence. Let them think they're the best team in the world if they've won. You know, sort of 11 on the bounce before today. Um, let them play expansive football. And I, I think if we turn up, we tear them to shreds. I, I really think we do. I think that's one of the top six as such away games that I, I think we should definitely be winning. Yeah, I mean, look, I watched them. I didn't watch their game today, so I couldn't comment on that. I did watch them against Leicester on Monday. And like Leicester carved them open after two minutes, didn't score. Um, obviously did go a goal up but as you say the firepower they've got at the other end um, can often bail them out and, and I think you're spot on Marty they are kind of a, um, a, a carbon copy of us from you know from, from prior seasons um, and then obviously now we've got the we've got we've got the defence built up and the keeper that that, that changed the dynamic in our in our team um, do you do you, do you think do you think that Back four, we'll probably go, you know, as full strength as we can, and, and obviously Allison in goal, who uh, barely gets mentioned, by the way, these days because he never has anything to do, does he? Imagine spending all that money on a goalie who never has anything to do. But look, are you, do you have any fear, Grizz, that we we're in a four-three kind of game uh, next week, or would you have a bit more confidence in the defence? I think it's coming next week. I think it's going to be one of the games of the season. Um, I'm of the opinion. I'll take, <laughs> I'm, 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 
No, I, 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 I could see two all. You said that yesterday, Chris, and you were point being, hands when it went two one. I can. I can but the point. The, <laughs> the point is, look, look. I'm going to be honest here. I'd take a point if a point was offered to me now. I'd take it. And and the reason for me is because our front, as Marty says, they are they are so fairly vulnerable at the back. I mean, I do not rate their centre halves, but as you said, their firepower is probably as good as most teams in the Premier League. I mean, you know, you could some 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 would argue that it's on a par with us. You know, Lacazette, Aubameyang, Ozil. I mean, that's that's fairly fairly uh, a fierce strike for. So, and and the reason and the reason why I, I would take a point is because our our, our, our I know it's going to sound funny saying this after a four one, mm. but our strikers aren't clicking. And it seems as though we we do need quite a few chances to score. Um, so yeah, look, I'm confident. I don't think I don't see us losing there, but I'd take a point if it was offered, and that would be like sort of Chelsea away, Spurs away, Arsenal away, out of the way, and uh, you know we'd be unbeaten, and and you know I think that would be I think we'd be sitting very uh, pretty and rosy if we avoided defeat at, uh, at the Emirates. I think I'm mean, look. I, I personally think he's going to play. Gomez at right back. Yeah. I think Trent's going to have a miss out this time, and I think obviously Robertson will come back. So you know that back four, I'm pretty confident that you know we can put up a good yeah. shot. And, and Matt, what, what's your what's your view on in terms of what's a good result as a point a good result? Look, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow night against with, with Spurs playing Man City. It's quite feasible that City drop points and we go into that game against Arsenal still top of the league. The one thing I would say about Tomorrow's game is I I seen that Wembley pitch today and it was it looked pretty pretty shocking after the NFL game so it'll be interesting how that how that game shapes up but are you taking a point next week or do you think like nah we we've we've yeah, just got to just got to go out there and beat we them. should beat them we are a better team than them they are flattering to deceive at the moment they've got a week on the belly they're not as good as they they're making out but. I am happy with a point away to any of our top six rivals. So, I, I, I will take a point. I know. So, what happened? You said you agreed. I was watching the NFL during you talking. I, I didn't even listen to what you were saying. You said my point, but you can't agree with me. What kind of bollocks is that? Yeah, <laughs> Oakland Raiders right now. Did you think we're going for a Hail Mary? No. <laughs> a hail Fabby long legs. Here we go. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just on the NFL, Matt. Before we wrap up, um, I'm a book fan, by the some, way. More ser- some serious business. Um, just, just, just tell, just tell. You told the lads. Just tell. The audience, a, a couple of possible, you know, <laughs> uh, replacements for spray for ten yards. Because I, I think that I was talking about that the big massive stick they pull out to measure ten yards. Our, our referees just just fucking stroll around. So we need one of them little uh, in little clicky wheels you had in PE, and the referees pull out a foldable one, and you get clicky clicky. Hey lads, that's the spray, that's the line. I'm gonna do it. Painting going on it right now. <laughs> you have to don't you because that spray's yeah, only gonna 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 be uh, popular for so long, isn't it? <laughs> right. Okay, look, we're we're gonna we're gonna look to wrap it up now. Um I mentioned um some more kind of serious business and that really relates to the fact that look there's um if you go onto the uh website, if you go onto the uh podcast twitter page the lfc day trippers uh twitter page you'll see um that there are uh 15 interviews available that our very own steve o has done um they're with lfc legends um island legends um and you can buy uh, and download five of those uh podcasts for five pounds, uh, or all fifteen uh, for a tenner, and all those proceeds will go to uh, 
to the Sean Cox fund. Um, obviously, uh, Sean has still got a long way to go with his recovery. Uh, he's currently uh, in rehab uh, in Dublin, and uh, the family are looking, obviously, to, to fund uh, a longer path of rehab for Sean to, to, to maximise um, his outcome from what obviously was a was a shocking incident just going to uh, to a, a European semi-final. So look, check that out. Uh, it's all, all the money will be donated. It's all for a good cause. Um, so look, we'll wrap it up for this week. Um, we were, we were told by, um, Gav and Phil that we had 50 minutes and I'm looking at the clock Put now. Them. We've got 15 we seconds to go. So we'll do a prediction. Um, have a good week. And- Okay, good. Last, last, last 30 seconds. Uh, 3 1 to us. Um, Matt. Uh, Fabio Long, 3 1 Liverpool. Man of the match. Oh, yeah. You stole, you stole Grizz's thunder. He's absolutely. Grizz, you can talk in the same way, mate. Grizz. Nah, he always does. He always does. Uh, no. two. <laughs> nah, two. Your prediction for next week, I think you're confident enough. Yeah, two nil to us. Two nil, clean sheet. Fair enough. I'm gonna yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's gonna be a bit. I think we're gonna slip into that kind of mad game mode next week, and I'm gonna say three um, two to Liverpool. But uh, it's gonna be. I think it's going to be a bit of a helter skelter game, to be honest with you. So look, um, thanks, lads. Thanks for getting on this week. Um, Gav, I'm sure, is fully intended to be back next week. Uh, he very rarely misses this one. So, look, Gav will be back next week, I'm sure, with Matt and Grew, maybe Ian, maybe Marty. But, look, um, it's been uh, the Fatback Four. Um, we'll have a, a, a club edition through the week on the day trippers, so stay tuned. And as Gav regularly says, over and out. Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. So, let's say you're into yoga, or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie and tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Sports Social Podcast Network.